Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome to an HBO podcast from the HBO Late Night series, Real Time with Bill Maher. All right, here we are. And now, Lawrence, this is for you. If you do not win the Democratic nomination, come on, what are the chances of that? (laughs) Will you run as a third-party candidate? Look, I want to be a Democratic candidate. I want to have a chance on the Democratic stage to rally people to what I think is an issue at the core of the Democratic Party, restoring democracy to the people. And that's what I want to do. I want the chance to do that. Now, it's been hard because, you know, I'm a teacher. I'm not a billionaire. I'm not a politician. If I were a politician, I could be paid while I was running for the United States uh, presidency. But as a teacher, once I start running, I got to give up my job. So there's a period of time where I can run on credit cards and savings accounts when they can't pay me from the campaign or anything, where I try to get into the race. And what I did in my case was raise a million dollars in less than 30 days. That's more than five Republican candidates. It's more than Jim Webb and Lincoln Chafee, and it's just about exactly what uh, O'Malley raised. I rallied 10,000 people to the campaign. We have a real campaign staff. I qualified for public funding, but the Democratic Party wouldn't even acknowledge me as a candidate. And so the polls wouldn't include me on their polls. And so when they said 1% you have to be at to be in this uh, race... I I would be careful about... This is kind of what Jim Webb was doing the other night. Like, hey, you know, know, it comes off as whiny and then people don't like it. During during the debate, I tweeted... They won't let me talk. They won't let me on the During during the debate, I tweeted that you should be included. So I was trying to help you out. But the point... But the question is, Bill, now here's the question. Do we know that was really... (laughs) (laughs) I know. But you're on the the other side there, John. <laughs> I, 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 I'm all for I, all fair, yes, right? Yes, I don't... I don't play. Play. That's I don't, what, we need. what do you have to do okay. to be able to... We allow everybody in the Republican debate. There, right? I, but, <laughs> the, you know, I think we've been everybody. around this mulberry bush, but the issue, I think, is being raised by, by the other candidates. I, but I, if the issue is, how do we get a democracy right. first? Like, how do we make that the priority? What, Bill, what Bernie uh, said in well, that debate, the I mean, one line that I think was the most important line, I, not mentioned by anybody, he said, if we're going to have any chance of addressing these problems, we've got to deal with ca- with campaign finance, which is exactly my But problem. this is my... But, but, you know, 80% of Republicans agree with you, according to the Bloomberg polling this week, which is fascinating. I thought his line was about the damn email. But, I mean, what, what, one on. of my big problems with liberals in this era is, is the, their ability to nitpick fights on the very, 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 very far end of the spectrum. So, you know, Dolce and Gabbana, remember that? How dare they say, because they're two ancient Italian men, that they don't think that the baby should be made artificially. Well, you know, you agree with them on 99% of the thing. They're two gay men. Do you really want to pick this giant I don't don't know about this example you're citing, Bill, but I do believe... Well, I'll tell you all about it. You didn't hear about the Dolce & Gabbana scandal? Well, I follow Dolce & Gabbana, but in stores, not this (laughs) But, um, but, But I believe very much in working with people, and you subsume a lot of the differences you might have to make... to, to campaign on one big issue, and I don't believe in sectarian fights. Um, and I think the liberals, the real problem with liberals over the last decades has been that they haven't taken their own side in the fight. And I think one of the things that's appealing to a Bernie Sanders, put aside socialism, is he's a fighter. 
and he's fighting right. on behalf right. of right. people but, and but, not but, special but, interests. But people want to fight him. So let's let's fight the people that he's fighting instead of fighting him. The good thing about the and Jabana thing is established unequivocally that Elton John is king of the gays, right? We now know that definitively. But look, this is not a small issue. No, it's not. The nation was founded 150 years ago to redeem the promise of democracy. I do not make it a small issue. Johan, what's behind the rise of anti-establishment candidates like Jeremy Corbyn in the UK? Yeah, Jeremy Corbyn is the candidate for the Liberal Party, and he is way out there to the left. Uh, I mean, it's like really more than Bernie Sanders even is here in America. Uh, much more Absolutely. than Bernie Sanders. He's I mean, yeah, way to the left. Yeah. <laughs> Name the, some of his uh, positions that would, uh, that would establish this point. Well, it's very interesting. One of the key things about Jeremy Corbyn is that he's a rejection of the new Labour project. So I think one of the things that happened in the US is that the Bush years were so horrific and so awful that it kind of precluded some of the things that went wrong under the New Democrats and under Clinton. And Jeremy Corbyn, that didn't really, we didn't have that same gap in Britain. So Jeremy Corbyn is really about, first thing he said was about apologising for the Iraq war, but also about rejecting so much of the kind of neoliberalism of the new Labour years, of the Tony Blair years. And I think a similar thing has to, Bernie actually represents a similar critique of the Clinton years, although he doesn't couch it as that. And we really need that. A lot of the things that are going wrong for those people in Vegas that I met, they did go wrong under the Clinton years. We, we can forget that. You're right that there were good things as well. It's important to acknowledge no, that. No, no, sure. I'm not a Clinton booster. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. yeah. All right, John, do you see Marco Rubio as a serious content? What? Yes. Yes. Right? I mean, he's the guy I predicted uh, would win the nomination. I think it's going to come down to three, three folks. It's going to come down to, uh, on the establishment side, Rubio, Kasich, or Jeb. I still think Jeb yeah. has a shot. And I think on the other side, it's going to be Ted Cruz. Uh, I don't like Ted Cruz. I don't want him to be it, but I think it's going to be him. So it's going to be one of those against one of those three against Ted Cruz John, what for the odds final, would you final put, What odds would you put on Trump being the nominee? Twenty uh, percent. That's that's high. That's I'm. Well, I'm, I, I'm, I'm going to fly out of here. He's then. died. Well, yeah. He's died many oh, times. Oh yeah, the media has keeps, completely he, yeah. turned around on him. Let me let me say something about Donald Trump. Uh, and this, no one has played the media better than Donald Trump. Yeah. Well, he's he is, the media. he is, but but no one has done social media with the Twitters. He is dominating the news coverage of this whole this whole campaign right. in ways that no one has ever seen because he does it off the cuff and he's authentic in his own kind of crazy way. John, right. And I, I think it's I think it's but fascinating. You can talk about social media, but this past summer, I don't I like think him. This past summer was an example of media malpractice Absolutely. at its highest. Well, it could you be. You could not turn on a TV set. Without Donald Trump listen, sucking listen. up all the options. Listen, listen, you're, it was, you're, it was a great you're preaching. You're preaching to the establishment no, choir. But I will say, and I'm, but I'm the establishment. But let me say this. Let me say this. That the reason he got in the news so much is because he's newsworthy, and he says stuff that. What's and it, What's newsworthy, newsworthy for exactly in, in, in the world we live in? It doesn't take eight weeks to lime the Thank depths you. of Donald Trump's brain. Like we could figure that out <laughs> in about a week. He's and always. Then, but if you look at he's it, always we had this huge amount he's of clickbait, but he's Trump. good clickbait. Then we had a huge amount of coverage about this ridiculous email scandal. I know. And then and less, less coverage of Bernie Sanders who, than who the email scandal. Like hey, you guys run the media. I know. But this is Irish media. It's worth remembering. Hillary Clinton was at Donald Trump's wedding. She took money from him, right? When we're talking about this issue, when we're talking eight thousand dollars. Yeah, but. Do we think that Hillary Clinton was at Donald Trump's wedding because she likes him and wants to hang out with him? Do you him? think most not. people she are wants people's to get money from because him. they like them? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good point. In my neighborhood, yes. All right. Does the panel expect any revelations to come out of Hillary Clinton's testimony before the Benghazi committee? Right, we'll be off next week. I think she testifies on a Thursday. Uh, we should have mentioned here on the air tonight, a yeah. second Republican this week came out and basically said the thing is rigged. It was, it was just to take political pot shots at her. 
they can't even keep that quiet. So it's, it's, a, lo it's a longer running committee than the Watergate committee. It's sure. wasted about $4.6 million. However, I have, a, I have a she contrary... Was, she was on that Watergate committee, wasn't she? She was. I have a contrary... <laughs> but view. that wasn't bullshit, there was, was a senator named, there, was a <laughs> there was a senator named Senator <laughs> William Fulbright, mm -hmm. who I think in 1966 held hearings on the Vietnam War. Sure. I think this country would be served well by a real Benghazi committee, which would look at what right. has the United States policy been one of regime change? What were we doing in Libya? Yeah. What has that yeah, led to in the crisis we see play out in the Middle East? That is a real committee. Um, you know, I think, I think that Trey Gowdy has been trying to do the right things. I do think that the Republicans have tripped all over themselves. And if, if they were trying to do the right things, the media attention now has been, uh, whatever effort they put into it, has been kind of sidetracked. The tragedy badly. of all this bullshit opposition is that it prevents the real opposition that the Democrats actually do need because they do lots of bad things. Well, you know I'm rooting for you, John. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. All right. Thank you, everybody. I appreciate your help. Catch all new episodes of Real Time with Bill Maher every Friday night at 10 or watch them anytime on HBO On Demand. For more information, log on to HBO.com.